It's Wednesday, October 4th, 2006. This is PodTech News. I'm Jason Lopez at the ARM Developers Conference in Santa Clara, California. Apple CEO Steve Jobs says he's sorry about the company's doling out of backdated stock options to employees. It comes after a three-month internal investigation for the years 1997 and 2002. Apple Chief Financial Officer Fred Anderson resigned from the board as well. In that other investigation of another large Silicon Valley logo, Hewlett-Packard, California is going after former HP chairwoman Patricia Dunn. State Attorney General Bill Lockyer is pursuing indictments against her and four others involved in the scandal, which entailed spying to find out how inside boardroom information was getting out to reporters. Dunn, former HP ethics officer Kevin Hunsaker, and three contractors will face criminal charges as follows. Use of false or fraudulent pretenses to obtain confidential information from a public utility, that's the phone company, unauthorized access to computer data, identity theft, and conspiracy to commit each of those crimes. According to the New York Times, two other private investigators are also going to be charged. Is YouTube headed down the tube? One analyst thinks so. PodTech's Matt Kelly has more. As the video sharing site's popularity soars, it's being accused of copyright infringement on a massive scale. Universal Music Group recently hinted at a possible lawsuit in the millions of dollars for lost revenue from user-posted videos that contain copywritten songs from some of UMG artists. And while some financial analysts have pegged YouTube's value at $1.5 billion based on the number of viewers, Josh Burnoff of Forrester Research says a lawsuit could reduce that number exponentially and cripple the site's popularity by forcing it to remove videos with copywritten content, making it less entertaining and thereby losing a large share of its visitors. Burnoff says YouTube would be best served by removing the reams of copyrighted material on its site and allow users to only post material that doesn't violate copyright. But policing all submissions may be a gargantuan task, as some analysts estimate 90% of YouTube's content violates copyright laws. Already, YouTube has made moves to stave off potential lawsuits by some of those who might seek to go after them in court. It recently inked a deal with Warner Music Group to distribute its music videos. And experts agree YouTube will likely announce more of these agreements in the coming days. In Los Angeles, I'm Matt Kelly for PodTech News. XM Satellite Radio and its competitor Sirius Satellite Radio both say subscriber rates aren't rising as fast as they projected. One of the reasons could be that the radios needed to receive satellite radio signals are in short supply. Some models were not available because they didn't meet Federal Communications Commission requirements. XM reports that it has nearly 7.2 million subscribers, while Sirius, which features Howard Stern, has more than 5.1 million. Industry analysts say XM fell short of subscriber growth predictions by about 29% in the third quarter and Sirius by 7%. Now for a look at some game news, here is game aficionado and PodTech reporter Rio Pacino. Sony's shares dropped nearly 3% following PlayStation 3 malfunctions at the Tokyo Game Show. Investors were concerned about the PS3 after a report by Macquarie Equities analyst David Gibson said the 200 consoles at TGS operated erratically and had to be repeatedly reset due to overheating. Sony says the PS3 has no problems of overheating. I've had my fair share of fights over video games, but this particular person probably took things too far. This 34-year-old Athens, Alabama man is in custody 
and is being charged with attempted murder for allegedly stabbing his friend after losing to him in an NCAA football video game. Police say after losing to 34-year-old Lance Bochert Saturday night, James Wilson entered his bedroom and stabbed him with a 10-inch butcher knife, puncturing his lung. Bochert was airlifted to a local hospital and is in serious condition. And a new study by casual game developer PopCap says half of the estimated 150 million people who play casual games are age 50 and up. Among the casual gamers in the 50 and older age brackets, 86% noted stress relief and 74% cited mental exercise as reasons for playing casual games. For PodTech News, I'm Rio Pacino. Microsoft and security, words that many technologists would find controversial, except when it comes to securing Microsoft's own products. PodTech's Catherine Girardot has more. Microsoft said today it will mete out harsh treatment for Vista software pirates, essentially sending offending computers to the brig. The company said it will disable some features of its forthcoming operating system, Windows Vista, if it believes the version running is pirated. If the user doesn't buy a legitimate copy within 30 days, the system will shut down most functions, except the web browser. Microsoft is responding to widespread Windows software piracy. The Business Software Alliance, a software industry group, estimates that 35% of software installed on PCs worldwide is pirated. Barring foul weather delays, consumers should be able to get their hands on their legal copies of Vista in January. I'm Catherine Giraudot, PodTech News. Over the next few years, Microsoft may have more to worry about from Walmart than from some of the pirates. Well, if you're old enough to remember how odd it was when hypermarkets allowed shoppers to pile jeans and celery in the same cart, you can add office software to that list. That is, software developed by the store. In the UK, the supermarket Tesco, the world's fourth largest retailer behind Walmart, is starting to sell its own brand of office software for about 20 pounds. That's about $38. Microsoft isn't shaking in its boots yet, but some observers say the long stranglehold that Microsoft has had on the office software market is developing cracks. Plus, most stores that stock Microsoft Office don't have a dairy section. In stocks, the Dow was up 123 points to close at 11,850, the Nasdaq up 47 at 2,290, and the S&P 500 up 16 at 1,350. This is PodTech News. I'm Jason Lopez at the ARM Developers Conference in Santa Clara, California.